Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Coming up this week, there are more details about the alligator attack that took the life of two-year-old Lane Graves last month. Also in the news this week, rumors are swirling that Universe of Energy may be getting a long overdue makeover. Also, we're going to discuss the new Coca-Cola store that opened at Disney Springs this past weekend. And we'll have our thoughts on spending some time uh, this 4th of July at the Polynesian. Uh, All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 899 for the week of July 5th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling. Hi, everybody. Teresa Eccles. Hey, y'all. Corey Martin. Just happy to be here. And back in the production nook, our associate producer, Rhino Clavin. Hello. Along with producer, Craig Williams. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Caught you off guard there, didn't we? You did catch me off guard, so, Yeah. He needs a taller Congratulations. Yes. No, it's just... Uh... Well, speaking of congratulations, we need to send congratulations out to a good friend of ours, Steve Porter, Yay. who mm-hmm. announced yesterday on Facebook that he and his now fiancé are engaged. What? So, Yay. congratulations, Steve. It all begins. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... Michaela? I'm very Godspeed. uncomfortable. What's going on? Uh, just a little microphone. Oh. Snafu. Oh, I see. Steve Porter. Stevie? Or little yeah. Skippy? Yeah. You yeah. yes. got him already? I did. I'm, thinking, I'm going through my mind. How well, do I know that name? You might, you might want to remember him because, you know, things change and situations change all the time. <laughs> That's all I can say. Okay. You hmm. know, people move, then they come back. You know, so... I love Skippy. Okay. Oh, I, what is the matter with you in the Switch? It, I, it was, she was saying I love Skippy, so I changed to her, but it was right when you were winking, so it got a little strokey <laughs> for a second. <laughs> Maybe okay. after another year, Rhino will be able to operate the Switch properly. I'm ready to be introduced now. What, your microphone wasn't working? No. No, it, <laughs> we, we were all... Bundled up or not bundled up? Wow, that is the wrong word to use. <laughs> okay, we're, no, all... we're just going to move on. <laughs> it's a tight studio we have. Um, we've got a lot to talk about in housekeeping before we get into the news. Uh, first of all, we are just less than a few weeks away from the 10th anniversary mega meet uh, that takes place the weekend of July 22nd through the 26th. And uh, very, very excited. A lot of things going on that weekend. Uh, first, we just want to let everybody know, again, uh, there'll be a link in the show notes page to the thread on the boards that John is managing with all the details. Um, so we'll have a link to that in the show notes page so you can follow it there. But uh, the room for credentials pickup and the silent auction has been moved to Marvin Gardens rooms A, B, and C, still at the Boardwalk Convention Center. John's, oh, and let me just mention that John and Kevin aren't here because John had to 
have some uh, dental work done today. So that's why they couldn't be here today. But uh, John wanted me to make sure that I mentioned that the rooms were moving to Marvin Gardens, A, B, and C. I guess it beats being on Baltic. Um, now, um, we are going to be doing a silent auction during the, uh, during the event, obviously. But we are going to make that silent auction available to everyone. Silent auction will be conducted online that weekend. So everybody's going to have a chance to bid. We're trying to raise as much money for Give Kids the World as we can. So we're going to have a great big online silent auction going on uh, during the event. So uh, stay tuned for stay tuned for uh, that. Um, right now, uh, here is the schedule as it stands for that weekend. Friday the twenty second, uh, we'll start registration at two p.m. Um, although from twelve to three on Friday, people will have an opportunity to bid. In well, we're going to open this all up on Friday to sign up for everything. But if you want to. Uh, you want to have an opportunity to take a tour of the studio and have lunch here with me in the house in the studio also with rhino and craig uh we're going to be auctioning that off starting this friday and uh, that will be friday july 22nd that you'll get a chance to do that we'll provide the transportation bringing you here and back to property that'll be from noon to three on friday the 22nd and at 405 p.m not at four but 405 we're going to be auctioning off an opportunity to have high tea with Mom and Oliver at the Grand Floridian. So that's what's going on that Friday. That Saturday, uh, from 12 to 2 in Epcot, Kathy will be doing her figment meet and uh, ride-through. Mm-hmm. So some of you are going to have to literally sign up to stand in a standby line and watch the worst ride at Disney World. <laughs> um, but we're going to have fun. You'll have fun with Kathy. Believe me. Believe me, Kathy is far more entertaining than that <laughs> dreadful attraction that she is so attached to. I love Figment, too. It just I think she should be protesting that Figment is put in such an awful attraction. Um, but um, So she'll be doing that from 12 to 2 on Saturday the 23rd at Epcot. Uh, from 2.30 to 4.30, you'll have the opportunity to go vlogging around the world with Rhino. Uh, there at Epcot, and from 5.30 to 7.30, you can join Corey, Craig, Julie, and Teresa at Disney Springs for what they're calling a sip and dine. A sip and snack. Sip and snack, sip and dine, yeah, whatever you, know. you want to call it. Sip and snack. <laughs> okay. Sip and snack flows better. Yeah, yeah. Um, on Sunday, uh, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., there'll be the scavenger hunt. Uh, the New England Dismead is sponsoring that. That's going to be on the monorail loop. And we'll have links for you. You can sign up for that also in that thread, but you'll find links to that on the show notes page, disunplugged.com. And from 2 to 4 p.m. on Sunday, connecting with Walt on Main Street with uh, Michael Craig and Tom Bell. Uh, Of course, on Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, the big show, the actual 10th anniversary, the 10 10 years to the day from when the first episode went up. Uh, we will have our show at the Cirque du Soleil Theater at Disney Springs. Very excited by that. And um, at 8 p.m. Uh, that night, we're going to be uh, hosting an Epcot Fireworks dessert party. It will be $65 a person, and you'll be able to sign up for that come this, uh, come, come this Friday. So Friday, 9 a.m., this coming Friday, 9 a.m., we're opening all this up to sign up. Some of the things you're going to have to bid for, highest bidders, for uh, high tea with Oliver and Mom, 
highest bidders for lunch here in the studio. Um, the uh, Epcot's fireworks dessert party is $65 a person. Um, and the rest of the meets are free to attend if you're joining us for the event. Just have to sign up for it so we know how many to expect. So we are uh, very excited. Action-packed. It's action-packed weekend. Going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, the uh, registration area is going to be open throughout the event. And, uh, you know, members of the team will be manning that for auction items registration. And you'll be able to take a look at the silent auction items. And the uh, software that we're using, we're going to be using, um, everybody's going to put, there's not going to be any pieces of papers and pencils to bid. You're going to bid from your phone. Um, or your iPad. And if you don't have one, we'll have an iPad available there where you'll be able to place your bid and all the items. And uh, it'll be bidding in li- uh, in real time with everybody else in the world. So <laughs> it's like our own fun. little eBay. Yeah. I can't wait. Awesome. So that's that. Um, before I do the upcoming shows this week, anybody have uh, anything for housekeeping? I do. Uh, the Flatties, I've um, raised almost $400 so far. If you'd like to purchase a Flatty for $10 to help give kids the world out, the power of 10, um, we'll have that in the show notes page. So keep awesome. us busy making Flatties. And uh, Oliver has also offered uh, to, for uh, depending on how much money is raised, to uh, <laughs> go to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique in the Magic Kingdom and get a princess makeover. Oh. Yeah. I'm go with him. That would be fun. Oh, we all go. Oh, we're going to go videotape that. Yes, we, we have are. to videotape that. So I don't know. How much do we think separate? And this has to be separate. Like, I think I think if we can raise $5,000 for Give Kids the World, I think that would be a good number, don't you? Are you saying um, 5000 overall? Are you saying like that's this? 5000 specifically for this. Oh, Oliver's worth a lot less than that. We could have done it. But I think we could do that to get him into the Big Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. I Jesus, I want to put five thousand up just to see it happen. So yeah, I'd be I'd be willing to do that. <laughs> so got a lot. We're, I'm really looking forward to. That. I, I just I can't I can't fathom that it's been ten years. I, I cannot fathom that it has been ten years since we sat and did that first show. It was you, me, Bob, and Ricky? Yeah, and your Pierce. your dining room table at, at my dining room table. Wow, yeah. I didn't even know what an RSS feed was. Oh, we knew time, nothing. You know, we knew nothing. I still had the sketches of the logo, the the variations. Do you really? Yeah, somewhere, probably on an old computer. It was probably a PC. <laughs> yeah, I know. Back <laughs> in. <laughs> Although I got to tell you something, yeah, I, I recently, I, I recently uh, got Oculus Rift, which is a virtual reality gaming system, which is unbelievable. But I needed a PC to run it, so I actually had to buy a real PC. Um, I gotta be honest. I like it. I love my PC. I like it. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just because it's been so long since I've really used one. I mean, I've used like some notebooks and things like that, but as far as like a, a like a real powerful desktop, because you have to have a pretty powerful machine to run this. Um, like, wow, this is fast and it's really kind of cool. So I don't know. I don't know what to, what might be happening to me. Uh-oh. But I, I find myself, when I have a choice right now between the Mac or the PC, um, I'm PC. finding myself on the PC more. Well, you're talking about your phone the other day, too. Well, yeah, I got a, I just got the Samsung Galaxy uh, S7 Edge. 
I, it is the best phone I've ever used. Hmm. It blows the iPhone out of the water. I'm sorry. The display, the camera, the speed, everything. It just blows the iPhone out of the water. I, I got to be honest. I'm really thinking about making it my primary phone. And that would be the, if I did that, that would be the first time since the iPhone came out that an iPhone has not been my, my, my primary phone. Because, yes, I have three phones. <laughs> um, but and there's a, and just because I need to be able to test things on a Windows phone, an Android, and an iPhone. That and I just well, like and having the, and the crime crime fighting at night too, obviously. <laughs> yes, yes. And there's my 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 secret life as a as Batgirl. High <laughs> yeah. um, so, heels and all. Um, all right. So anyway, anyway, let's move on to our upcoming shows. Uh, this past Monday, uh, the Dreams Unlimited Travel podcast had part one of a four part series on Olani. Talked about the rooms and things to do around the resort. Coming up next Monday will be an entire show dedicated to the food at Olani, which was very good. Um, they are also running um, a, a contest this month. We have a chance to win a trip to Olani, but you have to watch the show for details. So uh, make sure you head over to disunplugged.com. Just click on the Dreams Unlimited Travel logo, and you'll be taken to all those shows, and you can find out more about that. Also, every Monday... Um, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This week, the team discusses the recent decision by the city of Anaheim to ban all short-term vacation home rentals, which I mm. think will have a big impact wow. on Airbnb. Yeah, um, that's becoming a huge thing. And Disney, I think Disney's flexing its muscles in Anaheim. Uh, plus, Tom talks about his recent stay at the Portofino Inn and Suites. I believe that was with you. It was. It was very romantic. <laughs> So you're ready to you're ready to talk publicly about your relationship with Tom Bell? I think that's in the news stories today, actually. Is it? <laughs> no. Oh, no. No, you're a bad man. You're a bad man. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, live, DizUnplugged.com, the universal edition of the Diz Unplugged with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, and Oliver Green. And Craig, what are you talking about now? Uh, this week we are finally doing our uh, coverage on Royal Pacific Resort at Universal. So we're going to be talking about the things that we uh, enjoyed about it. And we are also going to be talking about the things that we disliked about it as we review the hotel. So a little bit different take on how we would do a normal well, I'll just get my I'll just get my piece in now. Those redesigned rooms suck. And oh, really? housekeeping... Housekeeping needs to be fired and completely redone. And we we wow. rented three rooms while we, we had three rooms while we were there. Every single one of them was filthy. Wow. I mean, drink rings on the furniture, dust every. It was Jeez. awful. It was awful. Plus, sticky surfaces. <laughs> there had absolutely no, there was no relaxing tropical type feel. <laughs> to this room. It looked like a boutique hotel room in New York. Huh. Leather, Leather Daddy's Polynesian Adventure. Yes, That's it was Leather God. Daddy's Polynesian Adventure. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so I was not, I would not, let me put it to you this way, I would not stay there again. Huh. I would not stay there again. Wow. Um, for me, it's Portofino. Um, I like the Hard Rock. Again, the same 12-year-old girl who redesigned the rooms at the Hard Rock, redesigned the rooms at, uh, and same color scheme. It's like they had one idea. And they just, thank God they didn't get let this person get near the Portofino. Portofino, Cabana Bay. Those are two I will absolutely stay did at. Did they cheapen it, or did they just 
like take away the style. The style. I mean, if you like gray and pink, if you think gray and pink, I mean, I almost get it for hard rock. Yeah. But for Royal Pacific? No. Gray and pink? Gray and purple? No. Boutique hotel room in New York. Yeah. And the hard rock looks like a 12-year-old girl's room. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Can't wait to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so Friday-ish. Ish. Diz Pop with Rhino Clavin and occasionally Oliver Green. Yes. When I when I can lock that Brit down. Um this week, I think, um, actually, I think it is going to be Oliver and I this week because we're going to do a review of Tarzan. We just Tarzan. started with you. Tarzan. And, um, we went to go see that on Saturday night. Yeah. Springs. Yeah. And so um, <coughs> we're going to do a review of that. I might do uh, an Independence Day one, too. So you might have two episodes this week. And then next week, next Friday, will be the return of the Arts and Crafts and Drinks. So that's, so that there's not going to be a video episode on Friday, but there'll be two audio episodes this week. So Three. Secret Life of Pets as There will well. be three audio-only episodes. So, enjoy those. And then Arts and Crafts next week. Awesome. All right, thank you, Rhino. <clears throat> and, of course, uh, every Friday for the month of July, Connecting with Walt is back with Michael Bowling and Craig Williams. Uh, last week, um, what was the show last week? Last week... Uh, oh, it was we, the Windows on Main Street. Yeah, it was Windows on Main Street. I completely <laughs> forgot to mention it on the show yeah, last week. Sorry, Michael. Um, um, but, yeah, last yeah. week the show was about Windows on Main Street. This coming Friday, uh, it's, uh, they'll be comparing and contrasting the layout and design of the Magic Kingdom here in Orlando with Walt's original Disneyland out in Anaheim. So be sure to tune in for that this Friday, disunplugged.com. And if nobody else has anything, that's going to do it for me for housekeeping. Well, did you want to mention those shirts that you bought? The six T-shirts that you bought from the Designers oh, United yeah. Against? yeah. Thank you for reminding I, I should, me. I, I meant to tell you ahead of time, and I thought about it as soon as we started. Sorry. And it was... Um, uh, D- Designers United Against Hate. So Rhino, Rhino uh, pointed out on Dispop last Friday uh, this group called Designers United Against Hate that have created... Um, these T-shirts, you know, they're Disney-themed T-shirts that they're selling with all of the proceeds going to help the families of the victims of the Pulse shooting. And so I put it out on my Twitter. We put it up on Facebook. The, the shirts look fantastic. People that we're talking to that have gotten the shirts are, like, thrilled with them. They're in okay. really good quality, beautiful designs. Um, so we really want to uh, help these guys in every way we can. So... Um, it, it's, I'm just double checking to make sure I had the, uh, the, the link right. It's designersunitedagainsthate.com. There's six designs up there. If you don't want a t shirt, they put them on mugs. There was like iPhone cases, there's duvets, um, you know, whatever. Um, they're just six people that felt like they needed to come together. I believe, don't quote me, but I, in the beginning, it was free worldwide shipping too. So um, they'll, they'll ship everywhere. So, you know, check them out. Uh, they also have a link to the GoFundMe page on there as well, too, so you know they're, they're some business. They're very nice people. Yeah, it's um, it's awesome. So, designersunitedagainsthate.com, and go check out. These are really, really cool shirts. I love the... I, I love the... Um, <laughs> like, if I, if I, I'm sorry, if I saw these shirts, like, hanging in, like, like 
my main street in the Magic Kingdom, yeah. I would grab these shirts. Yeah. Wow. They were so cool. And they're not overtly, if you're somebody <clears throat> worried, for whatever reason, I don't know, worried about rainbowing or anything like that, they're not overtly homosexual or anything. It's just like the fantasy land homosexual. They're, yeah. They're, on a scale of zero to Oliver Green, they're somewhere in the middle. So it's, oh, my. It's, oh, Which, I'll, you know, and this one makes Oliver look butch, so... <laughs> I really should be on a scale of zero to Rhino Clavin. With right, Oliver really? Green kind of being. I did have a scare this week. What's the URL again? Designersunitedagainsthate.com. They must, get, they must be flooded right now. I'm trying. Did we do that? Yeah. We're just that um, fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, go please go check them out. So, with that, we'll wrap up housekeeping and throw it over to Ms. Kathy Whirling. Resplendent in pink. Uh, yeah, she's like very pink today. We've got like she had like the pink notepad and the pink mouse, and she's got the pink wow. blouse going on. Hey, you know how it is. Um, so okay. it's all yours, Kathy. So father says two gators were involved in an attack on toddler at Disney. Records were released this week that give more details about the incident on June fourteenth, in which an alligator dragged two-year-old Lane Graves into the lagoon at. Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. The records indicate email reports turned in by Captain Tom Wellens of the Reed Creek Fire Department the day after the attack. Early on June 15th, Wellens told Matt Graves, the father of the little boy, that he needed to seek medical attention for the wounds on his hands from the gator's teeth. Graves refused to leave the area, but Wellens was finally able to persuade him and told him he could come back after getting medical treatment. In Wellen's email report, he wrote that Graves shared the horror that he experienced as his son was being pulled into the water and how another gator attacked him as he fought for his son. Wellen's email was forwarded by Assistant Chief Stan Painter to Orange County officials to let them know that they should be on the alert for another alligator. Officials continued to search for Lane's body until the afternoon of June 15th when it was found six feet under the water but intact. 15 yards from the attack site. Yeah, I, did, have you ever heard of gators? No. Gangs of gators? Yeah, that, that was surprising. But, uh, you know, we were at the Poly, uh, I was at the Poly this weekend for the 4th of July. And, you know, they've got the, you know, you can't miss, these signs are every six mm-hmm. inches. These big signs, there's, there's no ambiguity to these signs. Yet, there are kids swinging on these ropes and these fences, you know. That's exactly. And, we were over at Caribbean Beach, and we thought the same thing. And um, I, you know what? I, I said this in today's Daily Fix. Um, I do not on any level blame the parents no. of this little boy for what happened. Um, the signs, while I don't believe Disney was being, being uh, craven with the signs that they had up, um, I, I, you know... The signs were just said no swimming, and I can understand how a family from Nebraska would not think that you know I'm at Disney World. I'm going to wade you know calf deep into the water and you know with my my kids, not expecting an alligator attack. I get that completely. Then, now, it's a different story. Clearly, now with these fences up, they don't want you near the water. Clearly, with these big ass signs. That say, gators and snakes, you will die. Stay out of the damn lakes. 
It has been very, and unless you live under a rock, you have heard this story. So if you are going to let your kids swing on a rope by water, because I started the Grand Floridian too, by water where a two-year-old was just killed, then, as I said in the Daily Fix, there is no cure for stupidity. There is no cure for stupidity. People, please, for the love of God, stay out of the damn lakes. Enough already. Common sense now. Big signs, fences, dead children. What do you need? Keep your kids away from the damn lakes. We went to a um, God. We went to a Fourth of July party last night, and um, you know it's it's very crowded, and people are setting up chairs everywhere, and you know there was this big lake where we were at. It was very murky. And you see these people setting up their, their little foldable, collapsible chairs all along the lake, and their kids are kind of running behind. And Julie and I were just looking, going, we're in Central Florida. It's still on the news. I mean, mm-hmm. how can you just move away, move on the sidewalk, but seeing how these parents are, like, facing where the fireworks are going to shoot off, and their kids are running behind them, and... It's like, you know, you don't know if there's alligators in there, but you kind of, you know, especially being local, you got to do that. At this particular point in time right now, in the aftermath of this horrible thing, anybody doing that is just plain stupid. You're just plain stupid and you're negligent, maybe criminally negligent. If you let your kids near water in Florida right now, you're crazy. You're crazy. I want to point out, too, in this photo right here, um, this isn't even the finished fence. because So it's a pole with the rope going through it, but then there's another rope, and then in between the ropes, there's netting. So right. it's very clearly stay away from here rope. It's not, it's not come hang out. Like, it's yeah, like I said, there's no ambiguity to this. Yeah. Disney has now done everything within their power, but they can't cure stupid. They can't cure stupid. And yeah, big danger. Alligators and snakes in area. Stay away from the water. How old are these kids you saw? Were they? So I mean, I, I, I would imagine like some of the ones I was seeing. Alligator five, eight. four or five. Okay, Rain. so old enough to. That's crazy. Well, when we were over at Caribbean Beach, I don't blame the kids. No, no, I don't blame the kids. No, it's up to the parents. It's up to the parents. But they had a an A frame up saying that the beaches were closed. And it said, sorry for any inconvenience. And I posted that on my Facebook page. And people go, why is Disney apologizing? They should say it's closed for your safety. But it's it's like, are we going to fence everything in to protect people from themselves? Think of it. Well, you know, but that seems to be the general attitude now is I'm not responsible for anything. It's your responsibility Mm -hmm. to raise my kids. It's your responsibility to protect my kids. And it's your responsibility to protect me from my own idiocy. Um, You're saying more now since these signs are up, but you're not blaming the parents. Oh, absolutely not. 100%. Let me be be absolutely clear. At 0% blame on the parents of this little boy. Um, You know, the look... The way it was set up, without any barriers, there's a beach, there's water, there's no swimming. You know, and if you're not from here, and apparently, as Corey's pointing out, even if you are from here, you might be a little (laughs) ugats. If if you're not from here, say, okay, well, there are no lifeguards here, so that's why we shouldn't swim. But we're not swimming, we're just kind of waiting in. Completely understandable. I don't blame the parents at all, not one bit. Not one bit. 
any parent right now, especially. Now, in a couple of years, it may be a little different as the memory fades, if thing, you know, things happen. But right now, at this particular point in time, if you are letting your kids near that water, you are negligent. You are negligent. If you are letting your kids near that water, keep them on the beach, keep them a good distance from the water. No swinging on the ropes. No, you know, I, and I, it's just, it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time before we're walking around and we see one of these kids in the water. A matter of time. Mm-hmm. I could, it's all I could think about when I was, when I was looking at this. And I'm this, like, the signs are also up now in the parks in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So, um, you know, li- you, you can't escape it. But the point I, I, yeah, I keep thinking about all the time is when you lived wherever else you lived beside Central Florida, when it said no swimming, didn't you sort of figure that meant not to go in there? No. For, really? No, I, I, no, I, I, no, no, no. I w- always, my, 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 in, my impression of no swimming is there's no lifeguard here, basically. Don't swim from the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian. Don't, you can't bring floaties into the water. You can't, don't treat this like a pool. That's, you know, going in to rinse your feet off. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, again, these people were not like, you know, they weren't neck deep in the water. Right. You know, you're just kind of wading in a little bit with your kids. And, you know, yeah, I can I completely get that. I know not to go in the water because I know what's in there. I know what's in there. I know how many birds have crapped in that water. <laughs> I know how much oil and it's gas great for has your been. Skin, though. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Give myself a, a bird crap facial. Um <laughs> You know, I, I know how much gas and oil leaks into those waters over the years from the various watercraft. Um, I know that there are water moccasins. I know there are gators. I live here. I've seen them. I had video. It's, it might even still be on the Disney. It was Park our fishing channel. excursion. The we fishing did. excursion we did like five or six years I ago. Remember that? Where I have video of a water moccasin. And you could hear the, the boat captain saying, oh, yeah, you've got to watch for those. That'll rock your world. Those things are deadly. Mm-hmm. This isn't an annoying. This isn't a bee sting these things give you. This thing will kill you. If you don't get treatment for it very quickly, a water moccasin bite can kill you. <clears throat> so, you know, I just, but, you know, I think Disney now, beyond any reasonable measure, has done everything imaginable. Do you think they'll ever, like, take some of it back? Like, take the fences down? No. no. Nor should they, ever. I haven't been if there. If anything, they should be building They should be building 12-foot high. Get Donald Trump to come down here and build a wall <laughs> around the lakes so that people can't go anywhere near it. If that's what has to happen, if that's what has to happen. Let, I mean, me, ask you, let me ask you, you were, you were at the Polynesian, and Kathy, I know you went to the Caribbean Beach. Do you think it impacts the view at all? No, not I at think all. I think it, it, from oh. the photos I've seen, it looks like it kind of blends in. It does. It does. It's very nautical looking. I mean, with the rope and the wood and stuff like that. I, think, I don't. I don't think, I it think looks they bad. did a nice job, but I think it takes something away from Caribbean Beach. Well, really you know what? Do. We have to. We, maybe we have to sacrifice a little yeah, bit in the way of I aesthetics. Maybe it should rename it Caribbean, not a beach or something. Right. Um, right. But you know, I think they. <laughs> I, I think if anything else happens, you're going to see these beach. I, I think you're going to see. I, yeah, there'll be a 12 foot high wall made of brick and barbed wire um, to keep people away from these lakes. So It's just, I don't know. I think that's sort of sad because, like, the beach club, you think of all the resorts at Disney that have a lake involved, um, and now it's sort of like, don't don't look at the lake, don't go in the lake. Well, no, you can look at the lake, and you can be around the lake 
just stay away from the water. Keep your kids back from the water. You can even go on the beach and you can sit and watch the fireworks perfectly from the beach. So you don't need to be in the water. Or near the water. Well, you don't want to get a, an, an, a single-celled amoeba, amoeba or whatever it was that was killing people before at the other water park, too. So it's clearly like, don't touch any water in Florida. Period. You just need to set up the invisible dog fences around the water. Make sure you can't <laughs> remove your magic band. It Put a shocker in there. Their hand. And then if you come close, you get zapped. Exactly. I'm going to need that for my house. I think that would be great. I'm going to patent it. So. No. Ankles better. All right. Enough yelling at these people about lakes. <laughs> Okay, the Coca-Cola store opens at Disney Springs Town Center. Nice segue. (laughs) Natural. Children, Coca-Cola. The new Coca-Cola store and rooftop beverage bar is now open at Disney Springs. This immersive retail store is modeled after a 1920s bottling plant with a brick exterior and a glass-accented entryway inspired by an iconic green glass Coca-Cola bottle. A 30-foot-wide blown glass chandelier made of repurposed bottles hangs from the ceiling inside. A variety of Coca-Cola merchandise is available for sale here, including the 5 by 20 collection, which are items made by women artisans around the world. The rooftop beverage bar offers Coca-Cola brands from around the world, frozen drinks, and Coca-Cola freestyle machines. Adult beverages are available in the evening. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, we were over there. Uh, this uh, this Saturday, uh, the day it opened, and you know it's cool. I I just had no idea there was a a, a demand I didn't for either. this merchandise. Three story building demand. I mean, this <laughs> thing is this thing's a behemoth. This is huge. This building, and that rooftop cafe is really kind of cool. And they were uh, Saturday, I think, because it was the opening day. They were giving everything away. Um, there were no adult beverages, but uh, not everything was free. I had to pay for that around the world stuff we drank. It was just, it was just oh, the freestyle, freestyle machine. That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought everything was free. No, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, they were giving away freestyle then. And, but then they were doing these flights of uh, of their different sodas from around the world. And so kind of like what you got at Club Cool. Yeah. Except more. There were 16 of them here. There were 16 of them. And that's what you get in the flight. So you don't get it for free. No. You pay for it now. But it's like eight. It's it's two different flights. Eight eight, fifty. Yeah. Eight on one, eight on the other. Okay. And and some of them were really good and some of them were Beverly. Beverly Um, was there. How is Beverly there? What'd she look like? She's terrible. She oh. looks like what she can. Can you like. pick what you want in the flight, or is it no. they give it to they you? They give it to you on a, a these big like lunch table trays, and the cups all sit in a circle with the numbered letters, and you just hope to God the person puts it down in the right number, because my person did not put tray two in the right order. So I drank Beverly, and I was upset. <laughs> and... Um, so, you know, but it's a cool, that's a fun thing. I also saw they do, like, they'll do them like that, but as uh, floats. They scoop the ice cream in there and stuff, so. So did they have any, like, actual interactive exhibits or anything? Because no. Whenever, no. Okay. So it wasn't like a world of Coke. It was just no. straight merchandise. No, it's all, then... it's all, yeah, floors one and two are all merchandise. Yeah. And then the third floor is is the cafe. Was there any like vintage merchandise? Because I know that's highly collectible. Yeah, there was some. Yeah, there was definitely some vintage yeah. style merchandise. Obviously, not actual not, yeah. vintage. Yeah. But, uh, there was some vintage. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, they had you know shirts and caps and magnets and cups. Sports and stuff. 
I'll go know. check it out in the evening, but it's just not something that I'd like to check out the. I didn't know they were serving them. alcohol because when we were there, we we were going to the movie. It was like seven, so we left before they did that. So it's probably Jack and Coke, Crown and Coke. That's what I'm or, assuming. You know, all this stuff with Coke. Yeah, there was. But nothing. they did have some really cool cookbooks that I bought. Oh yeah, for cooking with Coca Cola. Okay. Um, so we're gonna make some of those. We're gonna do some videos. That'd be cool around that. Cool. But um, yeah, and then we went and saw Tarzan over at the Fork and Dine, mm-hmm. Fork and Screen, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, over at AMC, which I love. I gotta tell you something. The Fork and Screen is the greatest invention since fire. I've not done that yet. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great getting your dinner served, and if you want popcorn and just chips and not having to get back up for the refills no, you either. You don't. Yeah. So I'm just gonna hold your bladder. You can make it. So are you like at a table, or are you in chairs? You're, you're in chairs. Like you're in like nice recliner chairs, okay. and then but there's like um, there's two on one side, four in the middle, and then two on the other, and you've got a table in front of you. Okay. And each each spot has a little button that if you want something, you hit the button. Your little server comes up, says, huh. "What do you want?" Have and they come and that. take your order before the movie starts. And then you know, as the movie starts, like your appetizers will come out, then your main course will come out, and you can order dessert. Huh. And and I got to tell you, the, I mean, look, it's not gourmet food. But it's good. I liked everything. It yeah. was it was really tasty. I've not had a bad meal yet. And for, that. you know, it's $17 plus the cost of your food. Um and it was it's a it's I'm going to tell you it's awesome. I would do it all the time. So this is like the third or fourth time I've done it now. So like if I if I want to go see a movie, the first thing I do is look and see if Fork and Screens available. And so if it's, it's not, not, I'm kind of like, uh so it's like a little bit more than a regular ticket would be, but you're in a like yeah, better yeah, seat. And the seats are incredibly comfortable, okay. and recl- and you got a lot of room. You're not on top of people, um, and you're re- you're really able to recline. And then, like you said, you got a table there with yeah. you know everything you could need to get through a movie. Um, <laughs> you know that works. So yeah, if you get a chance, I highly recommend it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I finally got a chance. I got my first opportunity to see uh, uh, Town Center, Disney Springs, which, yeah, outdoor mall. Yeah. California outdoor mall. Everything's for women. Everything is for women. Very little there for men, which kind of bothered me. There's Johnston and Murphy. There's Lucky Jeans. But outside of that, unless you're a man who likes wearing makeup, mm. there is nothing like Rhino. Well. Ryan, I spent a lot of time in Mac. One does want a hint um, of color. One does want a hint of color. Um, but I got a chance to try sprinkles for the first time. Okay. <laughs> Listen to me, all of you. Captain Crunch ice cream. That's all I'm saying. I have to tell you right now. What- My life is altered forever because <laughs> you know like when you eat Captain Crunch and like you finish all the Captain Crunch but then there's the Captain Crunch flavored milk he's over oh <laughs> he's over oh I can't relate <laughs> okay so imagine you make ice cream out of that milk and you will never want for anything again because you will know that is in the world huh. and you can drive there and get it Captain Crunch ice cream and sprinkles you must go you must go and get it this this experience going has so this is the third time I've gone we went on the opening day did the video this was the best experience I've had there so far because they had they finally started getting seasonal stuff the lemon meringue ice cream in between the lemon blueberry cupcake I had I thought I was going to need a cigarette when I was done eating it it was so good 
so good. It was. It was very, very good. But I got to tell you, it was really cool, really cool to hang out at Disney Springs. Yeah. Really cool. It's um, nice to see it coming back. Oh, from yeah. What it was like. And I'm going to tell you now, the gauntlet's thrown down. I don't know what Universal could possibly do with CityWalk to even begin to touch Disney Springs, but Disney Springs owns it in that regard. I want to stay at Saratoga Springs now. Yeah. Just, just for the convenience. Hmm. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. That's a good point. So, all right. What's your next news story, okay. woman? Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy to now replace Universe of Energy. WDW News Today is now saying that a lavish update is being planned for Mission Space by Walt Disney Imagineering and that instead Universe of Energy will close to make way for a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. This new attraction is apparently already approved and plans are underway. The current building may be gutted or demolished for the new attraction to take over. The current Universe of Energy has been at Epcot since the park opened in 1982, and barring a few updates, is basically still the same. Disney hasn't commented on this rumor yet, but the article is suggesting that the switchover could begin as soon as this fall. Well, it's long overdue, if it's, it's true. it's about time. If it's true. But Disney is desperate to get Guardians of the Galaxy somewhere into these parks as quickly as they can. Um, I think without question. And I, you know, look, I'm... What, I, I cannot tell you the last time I went and did Universe of Energy because it's 45 minutes. I'm never getting back. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a good place to hang out on a hot day, sleep. but that's about all it has going for it. Yeah, I'm, I don't. Because you can get a whole bench by yourself and actually lay down. <laughs> and fall asleep. I heard. <laughs> you heard. And then if somebody triggers the, the car and tries to get out, then you can stay even longer. Oh, goodness. Because I've been there when that's happened. Is that what you do? No, I, th- I was so glad when I first came on the Diz Unplugged and I started writing blogs. That was the first blog that I wrote that I couldn't understand why anybody would ever want to go in that attraction. And you know I don't have, you know, usually if it's a Disney attraction, I like it. But that's an attraction that's needed an update or something done to it for years, and they haven't done anything. No, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. It's also kind of It's not way. like Exxon can't afford the... Uh, right. <laughs> It's also out of the way. I think they need to make a shortcut. You know where you rent strollers and stuff? Oh, yeah, and yeah. And, like, just cut straight there. And, like, it might be a little shortcut to mission space. But. So you think it suffers because of its location? <laughs> well, if they do this, I mean, it's still out of the way. I think it suffers it, because the ride sucks. But Yeah. Well, I agree with that. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that. But it is still out of the way. Even with Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy, it's going to be out of the way. But Guardians of the Galaxy, that could be. Yeah, that would be, that'd be I mean, That's cool. such a huge space, too. But then everybody started saying that now that do, do they need to name Future World something else because between Guardians of the Galaxy and um, Frozen, it's not really well, Frozen's not well, a Future World. Well, it's but. been in World Showcase, but like they're changing the vision for Epcot. Do you think that is starting something, or is this just you know maybe maybe? But you know maybe it's a vision that needs to change. Yeah. Um, so far, I've been happy with what they've done with the the attractions, with the exception of Figment. <laughs> um, but what? sorry, I was just going to throw in a little bit more. I know whenever we talk about Marvel, um, there's always big confusion about what can actually be used and what can't be. And a little while ago, another uh, another great uh, Universal uh, website called Orlando United posted a. A really big 
familiar with that website. Um, I don't know what's happening. I don't know either. But they posted a really big article on basically the verbiage of everything that was used with the, the Marvel contract. And from what they're posting and the way they were describing it, um, although... Disney cannot use like Spider-Man, Avengers, X-Men, Fantastic Four at Walt Disney World. They can use those in Disneyland because it's east of the Mississippi. However, apparently there's a part in there that says that no Marvel property can be used as an attraction in a theme park within 60 miles of Universal Orlando. So what they're saying is whenever we saw like Star-Lord at that meet and greet, whenever they were there for the Villains Unleashed event, uh, that was... Disney kind of throwing a test out to see what would happen if they started messing around with a character. But there's the way they're quoting it is that it's not possible for Disney to put an attraction hmm. in without facing legal repercussions on it. So I I don't know how much to actually believe this at all. So Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> He's talking Oliver, not you. I thought you correct Oliver here. I'm sorry. No, you're uh, good. And, and before we move on, Oliver, can you uh, can you hear me? Sw- switch to them, not me. Switch to who? Oliver? Yeah, switch to both. No, yes, switch to Craig, the whole production nook. Oh, okay. Here we are. Oliver, can you look up? And Craig, can you look down? I want to do like a Brady Bunch thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, hold, hold. That's what you're trying to tell me. Okay. <laughs> That's perfect. All right. You just trying to tell me, you to tell me this while Craig was talking. I couldn't understand what he was saying. So, all right, Kathy, thank you for uh, for the news. We're going to move on to rapid fire, but before that, we've got uh, our own Oliver Green out at the Polynesian where he's living large. Uh, and uh, how, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm here at the Polynesian. I've uh, picked the Oasis pool to show everyone today. It's the newish pool. It opened up. Uh, earlier this year it's replaced the quiet pool in the area um let me lift up the camera i'm going to go really steady because i know last week i was a bit shaky so let me see if i can uh, be as smooth as possible there you go right as that lady got in the water and you can see the uh see the pool yeah it's a nice pool um i was admiring it nice. this weekend um it's i, I guess that's their quote-unquote quiet pool so you have the feature it pool is. over in where it always has been, and then this pool. Plus, they have added um, a bar and grill mm-hmm. to this area, too, haven't they? They certainly have. I've actually just been uh, brought a drink from that bar right now. I'm not too sure what it is, but <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> is it alcoholic? No. <laughs> well, it must be because he's starting to move the camera around again. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Still. How many trees can we see? Good. It's Vertigo with Oliver. I want to take you over to the Oasis Bar and Grill and show you that so you can uh, see what that's all about. Put well. a napkin over the top of your drink before you leave it. Is he walking? There you are. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so what kind of food are they offering uh, over there? Uh, they're offering just general uh, Bari type snacks. Um, Bari. Stuff you'd normally, you'd normally see. Uh, I'm just trying to wing it off the top of my head. If I'm being completely honest, I've not got a clue what they're serving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, a way to prep for the, <laughs> for the show. I know, yeah. 
I apologise. No, um, I was I was getting too nervous about going live again. It's uh, it brings back all the nerves, like from my first show. Whenever we have to do these live links. Well, hold on a second because I think I took a photo of the menu. I did. Um, let's see. Starters. You have a spinach and watermelon salad. That's ten dollars. You have an oasis salad, which is edamame, vegetables, crispy wontons, and a citrus vinaigrette. You can add chicken or shrimp to that. Uh, seasonal fruit plate, uh, chili-spiced Asian sticky wings. Uh, all of those are $10. And then for entrees, you have sashimi of tuna, salmon, and hamachi. You getting that right? Um, that wasn't looking. Hamachi? Yeah, yes. Um... Uh, Kahlua pork sliders, teriyaki glazed Angus Chuck burger, um, Angus Chuck cheddar burger. So you got burgers, salads, um, some signature desserts, things like that. Nice little, uh, nice little addition. I believe that stays open till about eight o'clock every night. Um, I will certainly give it a go. We'll be a bit later on though, because uh, this morning I did my breakfast at Captain Cook's, and there'll be a vlog up about that as well uh, at some point in the future. And I want to, I just want to like. Uh, Yesterday, I want to thank Debbie from Mount Dora, who I ran into yesterday at the Poly, uh, right after I had dinner at Ohana, and just talk about how good it was. And she was telling me how um, her and her husband always get Ohana delivered to the room. And I looked at her like, (laughs) and she's like, you didn't know this? Because apparently they've been doing it for years, and I had no idea. You can order the Ohana Feast through room service. Same price as if you went, $40. No Hawaiian walking around playing ukulele. And they'll keep coming back, huh? Lay in bed and eat. No, but they bring you a (laughs) lot of food. She took a picture and showed me, like, the amount of food they brought for two people. But they will bring it to your room. I had no idea. So I have asked Oliver, since Oliver is taking the room, took the room last night and tonight with his husband, um, I've asked him tonight to uh, do that. Ohana feast in the room and vlog it for us. Put your jammies on while you're doing it, Oliver. You what was me? that? Sp- Put your jammies on before you uh, start vlogging. I, I, what if I don't wear pajamas? That's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> we, we want people. Okay, to want now them. this just <laughs> got creepy. <laughs> um, so, but you're enjoying uh, Oliver's getting a chance to experience a Magic Kingdom view concierge room. Uh, at the poly and yes i do have yeah. a review coming up folks but you enjoying it yeah it, it, uh, very much so it's uh, it's my first experience staying at the polynesian um and i've i'm absolutely blown away uh, just comparing it to our recent um stay uh, over at the royal pacific resort it the polynesian blows it out of the water on absolutely everything yep. i love it agreed agreed all right oliver well thanks for dialing in enjoy the rest of your day we'll talk to you tomorrow it's been a pleasure all right, bye. I love doing the uh, little live on location <laughs> things every week. I've been wanting to do that for a while. So every week we're going to do that with either uh, Oliver or Rhino, depending on which one's in the parks or in the resorts that day. Rhino will do it next week. Who knows? Put him at Pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See Pop. No, we'll put him. We'll put, no, we'll put him out on one ninety two. Even better. He knows. He knows those corners well. <laughs> My regular evening. All right, we're going to move on to rapid fire. We're going to go ahead and start with you, Mrs. Whirling. Okay. 
Um, Disney World is going to hold a countdown to midnight event at the Contemporary Resort on New Year's Eve. So if you're looking for some place to hang out on New Year's Eve, um, it'll be in, in the convention center. It'll run from 8 p.m. until 1 a.m. You'll have access to a buffet menu with food and wine from signature dining locations around the world. In addition, entertainment will be provided by a DJ and the musical group Alter Ego. And at the end of the evening, those in attendance can make their way to the convention center, um, Porticasure, to view the fireworks display from the Magic Kingdom. Isn't that like a weird place to, like, out in front of the... I think you get a decent view. But, I mean, you would think they'd take you on the um, observation deck up by whatever. But um, the cost and... Once you've enjoyed the party, um, Disney will provide free bus transportation back to your respective resort if you're staying on property. The event costs $225. Tax and gratuity are included, and cancellations must be made at least 48 hours prior to the event, or all payments will be lost. And they opened it up the other day um, to resort guests, and everybody else can start booking as of yesterday. Yeah, and... Pack your patience if you're calling in for this because I did this morning um, and booked booked it. And woman had, no, I mean, she was very sweet, but she had no idea what I was talking about, and she had a hunt. I was on the phone for a good twenty minutes uh, getting this booked. Um, had no idea what it was. Um, so, but yeah, I booked it. Oh, good. So, man, I've got a room there for that over New Year's New Year's Eve. It'll be fun. Are you with us, Teresa? I am. You look like you're about to like nod off into a no, coma. No, I'm fine. Just got a little headache. I'm good. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, Kathy. You're welcome. We'll move over to you, headache lady. I'm here, heavily drugged. Um, Disney is currently testing the use of installed stationary cameras activated by guests at non-attraction locations around the Magic Kingdom. Guests are able to stand in front of a stationary camera, activate the camera to take their photo, and then link it to their My Disney Experience PhotoPass account, just as they would when interacting with the PhotoPass photographer in the parks. Interesting, huh? Yeah. They do it at Universal. They have uh, the automated, like at the Jurassic Park um, area, you can get your, there's like the Jeep and the, the yeah, that's right. the Spinosaurus is coming out. Are they get rid of the PhotoPass people, or is this just no, an addition to addition. I think it's definitely good for some areas, and I've been very vocal about sometimes my distrust to the PhotoPass people. They essentially Distrust hand them. They, they hand them cameras. They might not have any experience mm-hmm. and background in photography. Hand them cameras. Mm-hmm. They get a sheet of paper that tells them what settings they should set it at at each location. And any photographer knows that you can't just abide by that one thing. You might have to adjust stuff, but they're not. They're not trained to do that. They have to follow what's on there. And you know, half the times I, I get a photo, it'll be completely out of focus. Which makes no sense because they have it on man- they have it on autofocus all the time. Yeah, we recently started doing it. I was never a fan of PhotoPass because I always brought my camera, but I was also never in the family photos. <laughs> it's just yeah. my kids, yeah. you know, uh, Julie and the kids. But uh, you know, it, it, I enjoy it now that it's free with an annual pass. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like forget it, and it comes just to your phone it. right yeah. away. I know, and you're able to send it out. You can't you beat know, that. Social media right away. So. I enjoy it now. It's like a backup. I think, it's like you know, our backup. I, I know people were complaining about the price increase and stuff in the annual pass, and then they added that in. Um, I think that's a great perk. Oh, it is. I love it, and I'm using it a lot. 
I I've never very, used PhotoPass before. Yeah, I was going to say, I very seldom ever use PhotoPass. So now I get it for free. That's a great way. Corey, mm. you're right. There's always someone who's not in the picture. Right, exactly. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Me. Come on, let's take a photo with Mickey. Like, all right. Well, you need to, <laughs> yeah. Because I've got a, 20 years of I'm not in any photos, yeah. you know. Those are, that's my family, but I can't prove it, right? <laughs> Sucks. Just Photoshop yourself in. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Teresa. Corey Patrick. All right. Disney released the 2016 Candlelight Processional Narrators. There are still plenty that, um, that haven't been announced, but so far we have Stephen Curtis Chapman, Neil Patrick Harris, Whoopi Goldberg, Meredith, Meredith Vieira, Joe Morton, and Cal Ripken Jr. He's new this year. They also released the, um, the package uh, pricing and... Uh, dining locations. There are 17 to choose from. And they're um, doing it outside of Epcot which now. Is, which I thought was mm-hmm. like yacht, uh, Captain's Grill at the Yacht Club. Okay, yeah. under no circumstances. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen, you. Under no circumstances should you be eating a Captain's Grill. Mm-mm. Horrible, 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 horrible place. Do not, do not destroy your Christmas celebration with a vile meal from that cesspool. Go ahead. The uh, the prices do vary depending on the, the restaurant, of course, and also the meals they offer. Some offer breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Some just do lunch and dinner. But we have the whole list. I'm not going to read them through right now. But yeah, I, uh, I I keep forgetting to tell my mother that because we, we do the candlelight processional dinner package every year. That's a tradition. This year I got it on her birthday. Oh. So we're going for your birthday, Mom, because she's watching. I keep forgetting to tell her. Now she knows. Now she knows. Mark your calendar. But I found... I, found a great present for her for Christmas the other day. I'll give her that night. Aww. Yeah. You can be a sweet son. Oh, wait till you see how sweet uh-huh. I am. Wait till you see it. It was really nice. I was yeah. like, ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you say Cal Ripken? Cal Junior. Ripken Junior. Jr., yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah. I, it is completely good. different. Than wait, what, he's a famous baseball, baseball player. player. Uh, yeah. Orioles, third base. He's probably going <laughs> to knock it out of the park that night. I'm serious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> John's not here to be corny. Do you think he can? Do you think he can read in full sentences? <laughs> oh my! Uh, let's hope. Oh, he's no, he's absolutely brilliant. I think he's going to be spectacular at it because a lot of times it's really tricky. You think someone's going to be good, and then they get up there and they're just so flat. I think he's cute too, if I remember. Not that it matters. Tell us, I can't. Is he? I'm sorry. Is he? She almost got For you. an older dude, maybe I don't know. Okay, never mind. I'm going to go back to sleep. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Corey. Rhino? Um, mine is there's a Levi store opening at Disney Springs this summer where you can get a jean jacket and look as uncomfortable as this young lady in this photo. <laughs> get your stiff jeans here at Disney Springs. I should have said that differently. Get your rigid <laughs> jeans here at Disney Springs. Anyway, who cares about Levi? Okay. Really? Uh, yeah, it was, I love it's, Levi's. it's not 1971 anymore. I'm not wearing Levi's. Hey, <laughs> also, I wasn't alive in 1971. Hey, they're Careful. classic. They are classic. No, Levi's Levi will jacket? never go out of style. No. They are the original jean. They are the original jean, and They'll I don't think they've changed style. their style since they originally came out. They've adapted, and the little jacket never goes out of style. I, I do. Every say, generation wears that jacket. I will say, I do own a jean jacket, so I'm not going to knock it, knock it that hard. But that's interesting. That's the first kind of. I don't want to say lower level store, cause, but Levi is like a store for everybody. Mainstream, kind yeah, of thing, that, yeah. That's finally going in there, so maybe that'll maybe that'll help out. Maybe you'll see me in a future Levi T-shirt. I don't know, not the pants though. Okay, <laughs> Craig. 
Okay, Cali River Rapid is uh, testing a single rider line uh, for a little bit here in July. Um, so yeah, if you are looking to go on, maybe you can take part of the test, ride single rider, cut your wait time down if you can't get a fast pass. Might be fun. I don't like Cali. Have to try it. I haven't been on it in eons. Yeah, I, guess I, I should give it another shot. I was able to ride Grizzly River Rapids out in Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, just this last week, and I forgot how much I enjoyed that one. So I'll give Callie another shot, but it always felt really short and well, And, well, Grizzly doesn't have, wait. have that fire pit that's roasting you while you're already yeah. hot, too. So that's the other thing I don't like about Callie. It's like, oh, here's your water ride. Tricked you. It's just you're going to go by this fire the whole time. All right. Well, thank you for that, Craig. Uh, before we wrap up, I just want to talk a little bit about the weekend. I hope, first of all, I hope everyone had a great Fourth of July. I, I certainly did. Um, I was inspired by Craig's uh, when, when, when we did the uh, what we love about the Disney resorts, and Craig talked about how he loves to do uh, Polynesian, you know, go eat at the Poly on the Fourth of July, and then go down the beach and watch the watch the fireworks. I was like, wow, what a great idea! So I booked a room. Over there, I am going to do a full review on it, so I'm not going to go into any of those details here. But um, I was able to get a room, a concierge in the Hawaii building, theme park view, for under $600 a night. Yeah, which, good. if you've ever looked at the price of those rooms, it's not unheard of for them to be eight, nine hundred dollars a night. So I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to jump because the prices at the deluxes this summer have been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have great pricing." So I jumped all over that. And uh, I knew I wasn't going to use it. For, I think I got it for uh Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, t- uh, three nights. I wasn't going to use it for all of it, so that's why I let one of the guys, so Oliver and his husband have it tonight. Um and I decided to come home early last night because I forgot to take the garbage out. Uh-huh. Um, so he and Spencer had it last night too, um, but I got to tell you what a great job they did with just Fourth of July in general. Um, in terms of having you know a lot of extra stuff for the kids to do, um, if you were staying concierge, they had a special area on the beach with chairs and towels for you to watch the fireworks. Um, which I thought was really, really nice touch. And those fireworks, I mean, they're just spectacular. Yeah, they were. They're spectacular. I think this uh, Sunday night, yeah, Sunday night, we watched them on the walkway between the Grand Floridian and the Poly. And that was a great place to watch them, too, because there was nobody else around. Okay. Um, and we got a great view there, but of course, watching it from from the beach at the Poly was was they fantastic. They do the Fourth of July fireworks two nights. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do it on the third and the fourth. Oh, okay. And uh, we had uh, we went and did dinner at Ohana, mm-hmm. which was phenomenal. I got to tell you, they, they that dinner is. Is Lapoa still there? She is, but she wasn't. She hasn't been like the last three times I've gone. Okay. Um, I think she's later in the night, and I tend to get my reservations earlier in the day, earlier in the evening. Like yesterday, we was what three thirty. Yeah. 3:30. Wow. It um, is early. You so, got to jump on them before the crowds get in. That's yeah. A, yeah. But we had, I had we had a really nice weekend. It was a really really nice weekend over on property. That's nice. um, yesterday was hot though. 
Oh, yeah. Yes, it and was it was like oppressive. Unbelievably hot. That was the first day of the season that the weather, the heat bothered me. Yeah. Outside of that, I felt really comfortable. It was so hot, and it season. started out hot. It didn't even start off. You woke up, and it was already too hot. It's like an oven. It is. Yeah, it was. Kelvin was out there cooking out, and I was watching him through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I felt for him. What did you do, Kathy? I watched the fireworks online. I didn't want to get anywhere near a park, especially Magic Kingdom, with all the people. So well, That's why I like staying at the Poly, because it's just oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, going back to my room now. Yeah, because there was a lot of people there that weren't clearly weren't staying at the... It rained where we were. Did it rain by y'all? It, it did rain. Almost. Did rain. No. We, got, we got some lightning, but then it passed. Hmm. Katie watched it from the TTC because she had been working all day, so she watched it from there. But I loved watching it because they had one of their cameras at the Poly showing the view across the lake. So it was nice to see the different shots that you would never get if you were standing in Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't have to try to find my way out of Magic Kingdom. But it was a great way to see the fireworks. And their system didn't crash, which is unusual, because usually when they broadcast something, their videos go down. Well, we uh, decided to do an impromptu live stream on my uh, my Facebook page uh, last night. I haven't done. I haven't used the the live thing on Facebook before, so I wasn't. I didn't want to announce it and then not be able to do it. So, just tried it and it worked pretty good. Oh, that's good. Worked pretty good. So, what about you? What did you? What did you guys do? Oh, we went and watched the fireworks over near the house. We we didn't make any plans for the whole day, um, so we we started our day around like seven o'clock and just just enough to get out there and watch the fireworks um, over on the other side of town. I don't know what fireworks I can see from my yard, but I can see... It might be Orlando, maybe? Hmm. I don't uh, know. Like Lake Eola, you think? Maybe, but we maybe. had a good view from the driveway. There's so many options to watch fireworks. And then all my, neighbor, all my crazy neighbors and all their... Oh, I tell you, though, private. You're, just, you're not going to see them like... The oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, no, of course no, not. No, no. You're not. We're amazing. I just don't know if I want to fight that that crowd. And then, then driving back... We used to go stay at Celebration and do the thing there, but it's... It gets pretty crowded there too, but it was nice having a hotel right there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. I really wouldn't. Even though I ended up driving home last night, um, I, you know, I would. Only, I really want to do it. I think I'm gonna make that like a regular thing now. I'm gonna stay like at the Poly or the Contemporary or that's nice. Even the Grand and and do that every Fourth of July. I'm like just new, new tradition. We used to go to the Epcot fireworks all the time, but we made the first time we did it, we made the mistake of we had a very upfront parking spot and it took us like two and a half hours to get out of epcot oh yeah so then we parked in you know that little lot um like by the boardwalk where you can park so we parked over there so that you're going the opposite way of all the traffic because nothing kills it like after you've seen this great because epcot's with the tag at the end for fourth of july they're great but it's in trying to get out of there. If you're taking a bus or a monorail, be prepared to wait. So. Yeah, so Epcot does the normal illuminations and then does the, the yeah, add-on for the, 4th of yeah. July, kind of like what they do for Christmas, whereas Magic Kingdom <clears throat> does an entirely new, uh, entirely different show than Wishes. It's not Wishes. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a 4th of July show. So, But, all right, so nobody else has anything they want to talk about with 4th of July? Well, it was nice. I was with you. <laughs> I was able to celebrate. I didn't yesterday. I was recovering from jet lag all day, and the third I was busy. But I was able to celebrate on the second whenever I went to California, and 
went to the Hollywood Bowl for that. And so if anyone has never been to the Hollywood Bowl and you have a chance to see any concert there, it was... I, I've seen a lot of concerts in my life, and uh, between there and Red Rocks, those are like the two places you have to go to before you die if you're a music fan and you want to watch something spectacular. And it was cool, and I ran into one of our uh, one of our podcast friends, Dina, there too. Mm-hmm. So it was always good to see it. So I had a good Fourth of July awesome. on the second. On the second. <laughs> <laughs> and Rhino. Uh, before went uh, watching the fireworks to go home and take his dog out. I did. I, I rescued a dog last August, and he's still a little puppy. He only turned one in January, and so he has a little bit of anxiety when it comes to, like, leaving and that stuff. But um, I knew he was going to have some issues because the jerks that live in my neighborhood like to set off fireworks all times of the year. So, I know. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, it's, it's, it's it just takes that one noise to make your dog not want to go outside anymore. It's and stressful so on it's the hard. pets. Yeah. How does Abby handle it? Does she get involved? She gets with, with anything, with the fireworks, with um, uh, uh, th- uh, lightning, thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets, she gets mm. nervous... But she's pretty good. I had a big problem with Max because when Max was little, we lived in, I lived in downtown. Yeah. I was literally a block away from Lake Eola. So it sounds like a war zone on right. 4th of July. And he would, the minute he would hear, after like the first time he heard that, went through that, every time he heard fireworks, he was hiding. Yeah. He was hiding. He that was, was Klaus does not like the fireworks. He just kind of clings to me. Now, the new one, little Earl, Earl was at the window trying to see what was going on. You know, something's <laughs> happening out there. I got to see it. He well, hasn't learned to. My dog, because we have the universal fireworks literally right above our apartment every single night. So he was scared for like the first two weeks. And now he'll sit out there and watch them yeah. whenever I take them outside. It's hilarious. Yeah, see, the, the, the universal ones, when I first got Rocket and Artie, they didn't. They those ones they reacted to, but now I think they're used to that noise. But it's just whatever they were doing in my thing was just setting my poor guy off a little bit. So he he did all right though. He did good. He was happy to. This is the first good. year where we didn't have a dog to worry about. Mm. We um we have two fish now. They seem to take it pretty good. <laughs> they, they didn't, you know, those two beta fish. They're still fine. Um, oh, you got beta fishes? Yeah, because we know they'll die next week. And so we, um, but Ferris, he, he doesn't like loud noises. So I, you know, he'll just even inside. He's like too loud, too loud. And we uh, send him to school. We, I send him like my uh, the ear protection I wear mm-hmm. for the gun range because when they do the fire drills. He completely flips out. Yeah. And so even we watch fireworks, like him and Julie, they watched it um, inside the car. Mm-hmm. So he misses the whole loud pops and Finley's doing back handsprings. When we <laughs> when we used to go to the parks for fireworks when we first moved here, um, Stella was little. And we'd always have to leave the park and take it from the outside. She hmm. didn't want to be up close because she doesn't like the loud noises. She didn't want to be up close underneath it all. So, and she still doesn't go out and enjoy it. She mm-hmm. didn't enjoy it. I was just glad there wasn't any um, violence anywhere because they had everybody so, yeah, you know, wound up that extra police and extra this. And it's like, oh, please, please, please don't let anything happen. Well, I got to tell you, at least from my perspective at the poly, I think they did a superb job, not just, uh, you know, in terms of just generally, but in terms of because they had a big crowd there. They were doing really good, like, you know, organizing people and also making sure that only, you know, resort guests were in the pool area and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they 
They did, an, they did an awesome job. I would absolutely do the poly again for fourth. So. No, that's good. But all right, that is going to do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it, and I'll be back with you again. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And please remember, stay out of the damn lakes. I will not give up those young ones. Anymore.